Hey guys, how are you? My name's Andres. I'm Dalton. And I'm about. And uh, today we're gathering with you guys. These are actually some of my best friends uh, to talk about a topic that I think a lot of people struggle with, which is how to choose friends. Right. And um, you know, Mabel and Dalton all the time are consistently reading the word and just kind of challenging each other. Uh, we've been friends for what, seven years now? Eight years? For me, like for me, it's seven, six, seven years. Six, seven years. 2013, that makes it, yeah, like seven years. About seven years. Um, and I think we kind of entered, uh, I don't want to say our purpose, but that ministry life around the same time. And same journey. Same journey. We kind of started getting discipled. That's the same season, uh, praying about different things. So this should be fun. And really at the end of this video, you guys will be able to know exactly what God says about how to choose your right friends and really prosper. So my question to you, Dalton, so we can just kick this off, is why do we need to choose the right friends? Why is that important? What does the Bible talk about it? Oh man, this is so unscripted, so let's go with it. <laughs> Um, listen, I, I think for me, choosing the right friends is understanding like the community that you're going to be raised in. Like it really shapes and develop who you are and where you're going. And you know, like even just like that, that old thing, like that old phrase that you grew up hearing, uh, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Like it's so true. Like as you grow with people around you, it really shows and molds you into the person that you are today. Um, on a spiritual level, but also on a soulish level as far as who you are intrinsically, so. That's so true. And I think that many of the people that, that at least I'm connected with, a lot of the insecurities and fears they're going through came from wrong friendships, came from wrong relationships, you know? So, you know, the Bible says that uh, whoever hangs out with a bad crowd, it doesn't matter how good your core values are, it'll eventually get corrupted. Um, what do you, why do you think that's it? You know, how, what is the influence of a friend, you know, for us to really understand this topic? Then there's also like a quote, cool, we hear so many things about friendship that says, um, you're a result of the three or five people you hung out with the most. And I think it's because of the fact or the word relationship, because you grow such intimate relationship with these people, not only the bad things rub off, but some of the good things also rub off. And I think that by you growing into that level of intimacy with people, especially when you start like sharing your secrets, right? Yeah, because yeah. a friend, you have the people you hang out with and when you're growing up, you call everybody your friend, but then you start growing up and you realize that not everybody's a no. friend, that kind of deal. And <laughs> those people that you keep close and that you're able to call friend, and I think that we growing up, especially in the States, we have like the friend and then my best friend forever. And then those best friends are the people that you're close to, but in the word, that's not really a term. It's just like a friend. Yeah. And that word has so much weight. Why? Because of the level of intimacy and relationship that you go into with those people. So I think that the level of intimacy is what causes that when you go into a close relationship with a friend. Yeah, and like what both said, I think, I think friendships have power. They have power over your decisions. They have power over your mentality. Uh, they have power when you choose to live with someone, you know, the Bible says that uh, um, a good friend is better than a brother. It's like, it, it is a brother, right? It, it just has power over your life. So that person has the ability to, you know, really affect how you're thinking about yourself, how you're thinking about God, how you're thinking about your life. So I think one of the important things, why it's important to choose the right friends is because your friends have power over you. And if you have the wrong friends, they'll have power in a negative way. Uh, way over your decisions and your mentality and if you have the right people around you they'll have power to help you push in the right way absolutely and sometimes people don't realize that your friendships are also soul ties yeah. you know 100%. like soul, we only speak of soul ties as something bad as something that comes through maybe like a sexual entrance yeah, yeah. you know but soul ties are are you literally coming into a soulish connection and and the bible is littered 
which so many soul ties through friendships. Like you saw through um, Naomi and Ruth, and, yeah. and that was like a that bond servant type of love, type of like wherever you go, I'll go with you type of thing. You saw David that through and Jonathan. Jonathan and David, absolutely. Even even with David was the um, the soldiers, the, the men in the, in the cave of um, Adullam. Those people who said, I don't care where you go, I'm with you. And and I think we spoke about this before, that love of covenant, speaking on those the, the deeper type of connection that, that we're a part of this together. So anything that's like you're about, I'm about. And I think yeah. those type of qualities or those type of friendships really shape your destiny. And that's the reason I think even when choosing friendships, you have to be mindful, you have to be discerning as well. And I think it's so important as well from what you were mentioning because um, when he mentioned the example of David in the cave, David wasn't a big shot when that happened. Not at all. You know, and it's very important to point that out. Like um, those people were with him from the beginning. That's the whole term, my day one comes from, right? (laughs) Like when I was nobody. And I think it's very important about friendships that you know, you don't wave a flag. Like, I didn't meet you, and I said, hey, Andres, you want to be my friend? Correct. It just happens. And the thing is that you're going to meet a lot of people. You're going to have a lot of acquaintances. And then from the people you come into a relationship with, then you make a choice who to make a friend. Yeah. It's not that you go into a room and you say, hey, I'm going to make you a friend. I'm going to allow you to have influence over my life. Those things happen, and yeah. you don't know. Oh, I'm building a soul tie. You get a red flag. That doesn't <laughs> happen. It just That's why it's so important to, even in the concept of building a friendship, having relationships, being guided by the Holy Spirit yeah, because a friendship and the people close to you are going to steer your way without you even knowing. So the level of awareness that you have before coming into covenant relationships with people are going to save you so much trouble and are going to add so much value to your life depending on the choice that we make. And I'm going to say this very uh, transparently. Like, even when I came to King Jesus Ministry, I had to leave a lot of friends in the world, you know? And God sent me to this church and I truly, I was like, I don't know nobody at the church. <laughs> I don't know anyone. And I actually took the time to pray for friends. Yeah. I like as, Same here. As, Same I, here. I literally took, oh, see, here. we never talked about this. Yeah. So I literally took the time to pray for friends. And um, I thought I was going to be a loner. I thought I was I was just going to be there doing my thing. And I don't even know how. Like, I know it was just like little seasons. But these, <laughs> these people came into my life and it brought us such a level of intrinsic, internal satisfaction and joy. And it brought a level of process, but it did bring the level of saying, like, listen, these are my day ones, like, truly, that brought me to this place. And it was something that was, how to put it, like, it just happened along the way, but yeah. you kept seeing God do it the whole process. And I, I think it, I think God will bring divine relationships to the measure that you surrender your will to him in that area of your life. If, mm-hmm. if you're powerful over your own choices all the time, your friends is the, people is your you. choices, is the people you chose. But when you do like what Dalton did, like what Mabel did, where they're like, God, I just want the people you want around me. Like, I want the friends that you want for me. That's when he'll bring in those divine relationships. That's when, out of nowhere, we hang out and it's like, man, I feel like I've known you forever. You know, I feel like we're, we're in the same uh, uh, rhythm. We're in the same vibe. You know, we, we have the same heart. Yeah. Uh, our goals are the same. It's it, like my boss said, it doesn't happen like, like from one day to the next in the sense of, uh, every friendship and every person around you is just perfect because it's definitely not. <laughs> but I think not. when you give your will to God in that area, He will do it. You know, yeah. He will make it a lot smoother. Whereas to if you're kind of choosing your own people because you just have a heart for them, I've heard a lot of friends of mine that kind of made decisions like that. And then later on, I'm like, man, this person backstabbed me. This person cheated on me. This person stole from me. Like, you know, all these things. And it's kind of like, well, how much influence did you have over that decision? Did, did you ask the Holy Spirit for help or was it all you, you know? Yeah, correct. And I just want to backtrack a little bit onto what Dalton said, like, oh, I have my friends in the world. I know that 
that's a lot of um the youth they struggle a lot with that yeah. coming into the church like yeah. oh boy that means i have to leave all my friends behind like what's the deal with that and i think that just knowing um again who to choose as a friend to the level of the bible speaks of yeah. a friend you know what i'm saying it's not just cutting covenant with everybody that you know but what fruit is that giving and i think that a lot of people fail in friendships because they don't know the purpose behind that friendship. A lot of young people, especially, hey, we, I want to hang out with you just to have a good time or because, I'm going to say this, you know what's crazy, especially with girls? I know you guys are guys, but whatever. If you're a girl, you know what I'm saying? Girls bond over hating the same girls, okay? Or not mm. liking the same girls. It's like Tell there's nothing that Tell can get more. you closer than disliking the same person. I don't know how that is for guys. Which is but crazy. For girls, yeah, yeah, it's so wicked. But for girls, it's true. Like, if you if you dislike the same girl that I dislike, girl, we just became best friends, and you don't even know it. Because our bond or our tie or our compromise or whatever you want to call it, came from a place of like what we're against and not what we're for. Yeah. And by us being against the same thing, and even in the church it happens, so let's focus on who we're against and not who we are for. And that, it just like um, makes it so blurry, the lines of relationships. So I would say if you're coming from fresh out the world, you know what I'm saying, and you're still in that season, know the purpose behind those relationships. Absolutely. I still have friends from when I grew Absolutely. up in Dominican Republic, and I talk to them every single day. And they're not believers, but there's covenant in those friendships at the level that I can provide for them because of the purpose behind it. My purpose behind them is I want to lead you to Jesus Absolutely. as much as I can. You are my sister. And if there's no purpose, if you don't identify the purpose behind those relationships from the world or not Christian or in family members or whatever that become friends like cousins or whatever, I feel that if you don't identify the purpose, it puts you in a very risky position. Yeah, and I, I think to kind of clarify, like define the purpose is this. Like there's friendships in your lives that you hang out with them, you have a good time, you're, you're, you're fellowshipping with them, you know? Maybe you're even influencing them, but they're not called to influence you. They're not called to advise you. And then there's friendships in your life that are the ones that you open your hearts to, are the ones that you hear. Now, the danger with that is that many times when we're tired or going through a bad season, we allow anything to influence us. So if you have bad people, you know, if you have good hearts that lack wisdom around you, their lack of wisdom, even though they have good hearts, will lead you astray, right? But if you have, if you understand from your friends who are the ones that I should go to when I really need advice, who are the ones I should go to when I need to grow, then you can truly understand how much of my heart do I open depending on the person that I'm with, right? Because, you know, the Bible says that bad company corrupts good morals. Mm -hmm. When it's talking about bad companies, it's not talking about like, like killers, you feel me? It's talking about people that just don't have, a, you know, that, that, that are fools, that, that, have, that pay no attention to some of the values in your own convictions, you know, mm -hmm. to some of the values in the Bible. They're just living life whatever they want, right? So I think it's so important to understand, hey, some people, I can vibe with, you know, I can chill with. Some people, hey man, like Dalton, like Mabel, they can they can actually pour into my life. You know, they can actually influence who I'm becoming. Because we gotta understand, there's a lot of you that you're like, hey, I want the will of God for my life, I want the will of God for my life, I want the will of God for my life. But you're listening to a lot of people that don't even know God. So how can they lead you into the will of God? And God will use anybody. God will sometimes anoint them and give you some amazing advice, but you can't depend on that. It's so important, like for example, with Dalton. Dalton and I, we have this thing, and I, I do this with Mobile too, where we kind of call each other once every like a week or once every two weeks, and we either pray for each other or counsel each other, right? If he didn't have God's heart, he would just take me outside of God's purpose for my life. And if you want to take it to another level, if he doesn't have the faith for the things that God has spoken over me, he'll tell me to quit two months ago. 
And I, I don't know if we want to talk about that a little bit, even after you choose your friends. Because I actually you know? want to get into that. I think when it comes into friendships, and I said it just a little bit early, you really need to discern your friends. Yeah. Um, and Mabel touched on that as well. Understanding who they are and why they are who they are in your life. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to friendship, it's really speaking about character. It's speaking about quality. Um, because there's things about Mabel or there's things about Andres and it's, that's how they are. And it can be something that rubs against me and, and it can be something that's very conflicting, but then it also builds. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. It doesn't say iron sharpens wood. It doesn't say iron sharpens dirt or clay or things like that. But there's things about who she, she is and things that, about who he is that makes me better. And if I realize that I'm hanging out with people that is actually influencing me negatively or bringing me outside of the will of God, then right there and then it's a dead giveaway that this is not yeah. a, a relationship that I should be in. It's not something that's up to par. And it's not that they have to be as deep and spiritual, but there should be something valuable that's coming out of their life that's actually bringing me to the next place that either God is trying to bring me or it's actually going to develop me better. Um, I have another group of friends outside of these wonderful people, but um, <laughs> that actually, I can say they taught me the importance of confrontational conversations. And I think those, those type of friends that really put a demand on the fullness of who you are as far as your demeanor and your integrity and, and how you live your life are the friends that really pushes you outside of the spiritual things. You can prophesy, speak in tongues, cast out demons. But if I send you a text message and you ignore my text message and I needed you, or if I'm in a situation and I'm like, hey, come help me, and you're just like, no, 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 I'm too busy, and you're literally just, you're violating that friendship. But then there's friends who really pushes you into your purpose and that they're there for you. And I think those are the type of friends you can also type, try to identify as people that helps you become better, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And you know, something to add into that too is that great friendships require great humility. Because absolutely, if I'm cool with Mabel, because we love hanging out, but I never want, in other words, if I'm always putting up a good image in front of Mabel, because I just want her to love me, then she cannot influence me because I'm too fake in front of her. You get me? Like, if you, if uh, talking about friendships that build, right? Like yeah. friendships that, like covenant relationships that Mabel and Dalton were talking about. Uh, I remember me and Dalton had that conversation with each other that one day we were kind of like, unless we're vulnerable with each other, we, we're, we're not sharpening each other. Because some of us, we were too caught up in, yo, this person loves me. So I wanna keep my good image. I'll never show them my weaknesses. I wanna keep my good reputation. That's why you need to be careful about the friends you choose and don't hide under, no, I'm vulnerable to my mentor. Because let's be honest, with a lot of our mentors, we're not vulnerable enough. So we need to choose friends that we can be vulnerable with, they, they can build us too. So I think the fear of man towards somebody thinking different of you can destroy great relationships in the future. They there's were meant to do more than that. There's a Bible verse like that, if I'm not mistaken, it says like, um, the wounds of a friend is better than the kiss of an enemy. Yeah. And even, and it's not saying that, you know, the pain of a friend, but a friend that's willing to make a sacrifice, like listen, I would rather sacrifice my friendship at the risk of making sure that you have the truth of knowing, yeah. you know, like who you are and this may be wrong, rather than kiss you like Judas and lead you to destruction. Like letting you feel, hey, it's all right. It's no, hey, bro, you talking to all those girls? Man, keep it up, man, you a dog. And, yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that, but it's leading into destruction. But then a friend that says, hey, that's wrong. And so I will lose my friendship for the sake of your purpose and you knowing that this can lead to destruction. So those type of friends that call you out on your mess, 
keep those friends around. Yeah. yeah and like I think it's just Mabel. not calling you out, like, on your message, <laughs> even though that's a very, very Mabel. important part, <laughs> I will tell you, by, you know, they're both witnesses to that. But I think that from what Andres was saying, you know, from what Andres was saying, being vulnerable to people, knowing who to be vulnerable yeah. to, because um, we just call, again, we call friends everybody, but the Bible speaks so highly of yeah. that person who you call mm -hmm. friend. But just for the sake of the conversation, let's say you have different friends and you need to know what level of intimacy or access to your personal life you give to who. And again, going back to covenant relationships, like if I'm in covenant with a certain person, and how Andres was saying, I'm able to open up to be vulnerable, you're giving an opportunity to yourself to increase in that area of weakness. Especially when you were mentioning, man, if I'm asking for someone for advice, or hey, pray for me, or believe with me in this area, it means, hey, I cannot believe for this on my own, yeah. or I cannot believe for this by myself, or I cannot hear God in this area of my life. I struggle with this, I struggle with fear, I struggle with unbelief, I struggle with pride. Yeah. Speak into my life. And if I'm not being vulnerable enough, I'm robbing myself from that experience from from that growth and another point that I want to make is that without forgiveness there, there's no eternity without forgiveness nothing is perpetual without forgiveness nothing's eternal so don't think that now you enter into a covenant relationship with someone and you have this friend and you know there's purpose there you know this from God and that there's not gonna be any sort of like confrontation um, right like I fought with Andres hard before and I fought with Dalton but I think not as bad as with Andres <laughs> to the point that we've had to like go yeah. into each other and be like hey listen what did I do did I offend you like I don't want to talk about it because <laughs> girls are just so emotional but um and we asked each other for forgiveness and in this years of friendship and the same thing with with Dalton and we are able because of that trust and that vulnerability yeah. to be like listen I'm offended about this and that or listen you did this or sometimes I've been prideful or they've been prideful about something and he takes for like Let's just have a conversation about it. What, what am I saying? Forgiveness is a key player Absolutely. into Absolutely. covenant relationships. Forgiveness is a key player into relationships that are going to be long-lasting and that are going to be fruitful. And I want to jump on, on the back of that as well because even when a friend admits that level of vulnerability, as the friend on the other side, it's you now adjusting yourself to meet that friend, you know? Like saying like, hey, this is my weakness, and I'm not gonna pick on that weakness, and I'm not going to mm. enable that weakness. Come if on. you're saying yeah. like, hey, I'm weak in the area of, of, I don't know, like you're weak in one area, I'm gonna intentionally be mindful of that when I'm engaging with you, that I can be your sense of strength. The Bible speaks about how um, Jesus was in the house, and you know, the friends tore the roof open to lower their friend down because their friend was was handicapped or if I'm not mistaken he was he was lame and they realized he was weak in one area and he couldn't get in so his friends gather around him to support him that weakness and I think those type of friends that says like hey this is my area of weakness this is my disability I need you to support me and I think once you make yourself vulnerable those friends that come around you says I got you and I think those friends those seasons you may be weak and it's not iron sharpened iron every single time sometimes it's like listen you're weak, but I'm still gonna apply that necessary yeah. strength to you. And I think those type of friends that are intentional and mindful of you in any season, at any time, any vulnerability, any point of your life, those are the friends you need. The Bible says a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And I think those are the quality that you should always look for. And this is the last one I wanna make before I go on a tangent. <laughs> I'm sorry, if I'm, just, if I'm talking too much, you don't grab me out. Um, you can put it in the comments if he's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and cut this part. But um, the Bible says that um, there are friends for every season, but there are brothers that are born out of adversity. Come you know? on. And I believe that those are the people who can stick with you in the trenches. 
if you're looking at friends as friends that are just on your Instagram posts, friends that you could travel the world with, those are social friends. But then there are the friends that you literally call and you can let them know like, listen, I'm broken. Listen, I've fallen. Listen, I need help. And those friends are the friends that undergird you and support you. Those are key friends. And if you can count at least five of those friends on a hand, trust me, you are blessed. It's, it's, it's not about, and that's good because with friendships, it's not about quantity, it's about quality and the quality of friendships that you're able to build. Yeah. And I think I can summarize what you said about like a quick little tip of just saying what's bearing fruit out of the friendships that you have? Like Absolutely. what's growing? Because you were saying like they see my weakness, but they don't foster my weakness. They actually become strength in my weakness. And we kind of portray here like the perfect friendships because um, there's I, I heard a preacher saying once the church is the only army in the world that when they see a fallen soldier, they just leave them straight and they keep going. <laughs> Come on, the only army that. in the world that does that, right? And I'm like, man, that's just so important because there's a saying that goes, people want to see you do good, but not better than themselves. And mm-hmm. I think all of us deal with that stuff at some, at some point. Like, man, you can tell me like, that's what they tell you, oh, don't share your success with everybody. But you don't have to be guarding yourself when you have this godly friendships yeah. and godly relationships that are able to build each that you where you're able to build each other up. But going back to Dalton's point, I see like if you already have friendships and you're like, man, I don't know if this is from God or not, take a look at that friendship. Like, let me look at my friendship with Andres. Is he empowering my weaknesses or is he empowering my strength? Meaning, is he making me like in my weakness, he's just making it grow even more. Yeah. Like he knows I have a problem with being impatient, let's say, and he just pokes on that. And not to build you, but to really Put destroy you, you even yeah. if it's not your intention. Because, again, I don't know who of you said that because they like wisdom. So even though it's a good opinion, he likes wisdom. And there are ways that two men look amazing, look great, yeah. but then at the end of the day, they lead to death. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how good it looks to the p- person that's giving you the advice, it may lead to destruction you don't even know it. I think I think um, to bring balance to what my boss said about a fallen soldier is this. There's people in my life that because of my covenant relationship, I will always be there for them. But it doesn't mean that I will open my heart to receive from them. You know, I've, I've actually, I've had this happen to me. There's very good seasons in some of my friends' life and there's very bad seasons. In the good seasons where their heart is in the right posture with God, I can trust them to counsel me. And this might be a little controversial. In the seasons that they're not doing good, my love for them is the same. My commitment and my time stays the same. But what I'm hearing from them might change. Because if my friend is not in the right posture with God, and I'm also doing bad, I can't be hearing the poison that maybe they carry already, or maybe the, the, the doubt that they carry, because we're just encouraging each other's fears. So, you know, it does, the friendships you have in your life, you can't judge them as this person always being perfect, and if they're not perfect, I cast them out. That's not how it means. You're there for each other, and you have to discern when is the right season to receive from them or not. And I, I think something that we have to overcome too is the fear of understanding that, the fear of understanding who do I stay close to, who I don't stay close to, or who do I stay close to, but not opening my heart to, you know? Um, one of the things that I value the most in this season in my life is when God gives you some high promises, not all your friends are gonna be with them. They'll be with you, for example, a prophet comes to the church, they release the word and everybody's like, yeah, my boy, you're gonna get your house. Amen. You know, all of a sudden, five storms happen and she still hasn't gotten it. And most of the friends might be like, my boy, it's okay, just rent an apartment. That's not what God said. And only a few friends will actually be like, 
Well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to believe with you. Let's keep praying. Let's keep believing. Let, let me keep encouraging you. When you find a friend that agrees with the promises of God in your life, my God. And you don't need a lot of people to agree. No. You, you two don't need or three. a lot of people Listen. to agree. Listen, like, me and you. That's that's Holy Spirit, two or more are gathered. Joshua, Joshua and Caleb type of thing. And, yeah. and it's the truth. Um, I think one of the standards for me, and um, when it comes for me judging relationships, and I, I just want to, like, just jump into what you're saying, like yeah. kind of judging like the standard of how much you lean into a friend. I think the standard for me for judging friendships is more so how my friends treat other people that's not their friends. Mm. Like for me, fruit. that's... For real fruit of the spirit. Th for me, that's big because yeah, um, I love too. people. I'm very, I, I'm a people person. I love people. Um, so if I see someone treat someone who's not our circle, I'm like, okay, I see you. <laughs> that's not right you know and and for me personally then that puts me in a position of saying like hey let, let's build this level up but for me personally I judge I like to see the heart of people I love to see how they engage with other people how they engage with the waiter how they engage with the house cleaner how they engage with the maintenance team things like that because it shows for love people that you can get nothing in return for absolutely like if there's a, something I can get out of my friendship with you then I don't know if that's a good mm, way to measure yeah. it, but if I'm in a relationship with you and I know I can get nothing in return from you, that was kind of like how Jesus came to that ah, for us. Like, that's exactly that I, it. I am in a relationship with you. I'm doing this for you. Me knowing that more than just to throw a random percentage out there, 80% of you are going to betray me. More than 80% of you are not even going to believe with me at the end of the day. And I'm still willing to sacrifice and die for you. Absolutely. The covenant is death. Friendship is death. Come Friendship on. is saying, hey, Period. I sign up a contract with Period. you. To die for you and to die with you, and that's what it is. And it's trust, and that's it's an extension of trust because many times there's no guarantee. And there's I think not. I think there's that's no why right. you just said something. Key. You said trust, right? Absolutely. That's why a lot of friendships fail, because trust comes from relationship, and real relationship happens in vulnerability. So, the 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 strength of your friendship, it's always how vulnerable have I been with this person? You know, how much trust do we have in each yeah. other? If it's always been fake, hi and by Instagram, IG Live, let's go to this place, forget about it. It'll break easy. You said something so powerful, and I heard Chris Valentin say this. He said, humility with God is shown in humility with man. Mm. You know, and man, that that right there is so key. I think that, um, let's we gotta kinda start wrapping it up, but things to kinda give you tips. Number one, friendships will have power over your life. Make sure that you choose the right ones. I think number two, how do you start choosing friends? What are things you can look for? Um, they, people come to you, like my boss said, but at the end of the day, you have the choice of who you connect with, you know? Uh, you need to be your own filter. So the Bible says in Proverbs 12, 26, it says, lovers of God give good advice to their friends. There's, there's another scripture that says uh, in Psalm 37, God lovers make the best counselors. Their words possess wisdom and are right and trustworthy. The ways of God are in their hearts. That right there, that scripture has wrecked me for the past two years on how to choose my friends. These two people are friends that I've seen the scripture in. Because they love God, they won't follow a trend to give me advice that is popular. They'll, they'll give me advice that will, that will cut me, you know, that yeah. will sharpen me, that will, that will edify me, that will feel me good. So I think for, for people that are gonna advise you, for people that you're gonna do life with, for covenant relationship, I think it's important to find people that love God. Not that they're anointed, not that they're gifted, not that they carry a bunch of revelation. Listen, everybody and their mother can quote people now. I'm talking about people that love the Lord, that they burn for God in private. People like that, man, they, they'll they save you so many years of mistakes. Yeah, that's right. And like when you were mentioning about trust, it's so important that trust is actually built in a place of the unknown. Like if you don't Absolutely. have something that's unknown, 
you're not gonna be able to trust. So you have to, if you think about that, then you pick your friendships by faith. And I think that's a really big step on it. Um, a key to pick friendships, bro, do it by faith. You really don't know how that's gonna turn out, but do it with wisdom, but do it in faith. And whatever you do out of faith is, is gonna prosper, even if that relationship ends up, yeah. you know, going down the drain, what the Lord's gonna produce in you. Because when you're talking about gifts and all these things, those things are free. Not free to us. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. paid a price for them, but free to us. Those Correct. things are free to us. They don't but impress. Character, it's something you've gotta it. build. That's Some it. character is something you gotta pay a price for. That's why when the Bible speaks about the ten virgins and they go they say, Yo, Come. go buy your oil. Come on. Because there's some things that there's like it's not That's free you gotta, on, earn, you gotta pay a price for it. and the same thing with friendships like you want quality friendships bro some of them are you know given some relationships are given and mentorships they're gonna come to Absolutely. you and they're gonna pour into your life Absolutely. but you want a friend bro you gotta pay a price for them Absolutely. and i think that level of awareness is gonna let you like see things from a and, different and i even just jumping in on tips basic thing of them all if you want friends show yourself friendly yeah. as well like yeah. i mean don't just be there like you know with squinty eyes trying to discern who's a good friend <laughs> you exactly no 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 you're you not the spirit? no 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 you have to also show yourself friendly yes, and then even as the bible says this um it says also do unto others as you want them to do unto you so if you have this long list of standards that you expect people to show you as a friend Make sure you apply that same energy. Make sure you apply that same type of intentionality to your the people around you. Even if it's just one person that you develop that level of character and that quality that's going to make a difference in someone else's life, not just towards you. Yeah. I think also important is that, for example, I know my weaknesses. And sometimes I'll hang around somebody that provoke my weaknesses. Um, you know, I think this happens a lot with girls and guys and the youth. Let's say gossip. If gossip is your weakness and you're around a lot of friends that just love to gossip, Man, you can love those people, you can serve those people. Be careful around those people. It might put your heart outside of that right place, you know? So discover your own weaknesses and it'll help you know, hey, you know what, now I can chill. Now, you get me like, because yes, we're there for them. We love them. The Bible says there's no greater love than this than one to lay down their life for someone else, right? But at the same time, Jesus' love for humanity never led him to compromise. You get me? He was still able to be himself. If the people you're around make you compromise your own identity consistently, it might be time to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to show you what you should do in that moment. Because let's be 100%, bro, we're youth. We're not anointed apostles of the Lord that, that just are perfect and can love, you know, like we, we're called to love the broken. But in me loving the broken, I can't destroy my own identity. The Bible says that if your eye uh, makes you uh, uh, fall, just cut that thing off, you know? I love this thing that I, I even posted on my IG um, it, from Chris Valentine, he goes, Jesus didn't relate to sinners by sinning. Come that's on. Right. Right. I think that's just so good. Can we get yeah. five more minutes? You like 10 more minutes. Talk about that for part like two, a part two, part two. Talk, talk about In that real quick. Two, we got you though. <laughs> it's just talking about how you don't have to, you're, it's what Andres is saying, like um, in order to influence people, you don't need to do what they do. Yeah. That's right. the, the level of influence that Jesus carried because he was the first people that used to love to chill with sinners. As a matter of fact, he got so condemned and judged by the people that knew the word, by the Correct. people that knew the scripture, but like the spirit, and he, he could come them time and time again with a bunch of sinners that some of them were his closest disciples because Peter come boy, on. we want to talk about you know character That's issues sad. you know and a bunch of them and boy. I identify myself so much yeah. with the weaknesses of people throughout the world but the Lord never 
um, compromise his standard of holiness and identity. You can never right. influence people if you don't know who you are. That's you can right. never influence people if you don't walk in that level of love. I think that love creates like that permeability um, where you can outpour to other people and you cannot outlet the things bad that they do to you or the level of influence to kind of Come and, the opposite that's a, way. Does that but make that's, sense? No, absolutely. That's that's what it is when you're influential. Like it's not that correct, you're correct. the one that's almost leading that direction correct. or you're influencing that person's life more so them influencing you. And even just jumping on that, like, I, yeah, we're going to need a part two. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what Paul said. He said, I become all things to all men that I may save someone. But it doesn't mean that he sins like all men, that he can lead them to Jesus Christ. He becomes so influential. He becomes relatable, and he's able to reveal Jesus Christ at that degree that they're able to accept, you know, the truth, the, the gospel, that they come into the, the revelation of Jesus. Yeah, you but know it's what? not him dropping his standards. Darkness cannot cast out darkness. Like, don't pretend, don't lie to yourself and think, I'm going to go light up a place by dressing up as darkness. It just that's it. The moment you put that. But that's my only. That's the only way I can relate to them. Because I want to be relatable. That's a good one. I'm gonna go to the club. I think. I think communication. I'm catching some fish. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Communication and 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 love is not sin. No. You know, I can, I can, I can hang out. I mean, man, I love evangelism. I go hang out with people on the streets all the time, and. I can easily become friends, what you guys call friends, you know, of, of which is just friendly, right? And, and start a relationship with someone without never having to agree with their values, you know? And I think that's what Jesus did. He showed kindness, he showed love. He understood, Apostle Paul, he understood the times that we're living in, the culture, he never fell into it. He spoke to them at the level that they were at, but he never fell into the same mistakes that they were in. Because if not, you lose your influence over that's them. Right. You will never influence someone in something that you're also doing the same mistake in. You know, it's just, it doesn't work, you know. That's so right. um, I, I think that's really important. I think I think in my you know my personal opinion, I think the best thing you can do is ask the Holy Spirit, yield your will to Him. I think free will is the greatest opportunity to show God your love. And what even in a better way than being a good kid, God? Who are the friends you want around me? Like you know, our parents are kind of like when, as we're growing up, our parents are all the time saying, "I want good friends around you." How much more God? He's our Father. Like Amen. God cares about the friends that we have. And he will show you, he'll highlight them to them. Like, I remember when I met Dalton, when I met Bobel, I came to church, I had no friends. I lost all my friends in the world. And the if Lord, you met him back then, you would know why he had no friends. <laughs> my didn't know me back then, <laughs> get out of here. I, I, I gave up my will, you know, to find kingdom friendships. Come on. And man, I have been so prosperous. And I'm not speaking just financially, I'm talking about my soul has prospered so much for having the right people. Man, I've said that with Mobile so many times, where we, confront each other, don't agree with each other, but the love that we demonstrated in that communication made us feel better about each other. Honesty, honesty with honor. Chris tried to mention that and I thought it was so powerful. It's like if you're able to be honest with a friend, but do it with a level of honor. Like yeah. we're honest, oh not God, let me say something So it's like, after. let me confront you, but I'm not gonna dishonor you by confronting Correct. you or Please. by calling out your mistakes. The cameramen are getting tired. I don't know if we're gonna get fired from this I'm gonna job. say one more point after you. So, I think up, one last thing that we do have to say, like, our friends are not gonna be perfect. I'm not perfect. I've made some Absolutely. really stupid mistakes. You showed up as Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, when We're he witnesses. when he died at the cross, when Judas backstabbed him, honor. I like to define honor as the value I have for a person, right? I think that's one Absolutely. of the ways that you can show honor. Jesus paid the same price for Judas that he did for me, mm-hmm. and I, I haven't backstabbed Jesus like how he did. You feel me? Like the mistakes of a person cannot change the value you have over that person. Maybe you don't agree with them. Maybe you're 
maybe you, you'll bring it up, you'll correct them. Absolutely. I still love them. They're still valuable. I, in other words, if the mistakes of your friend make you think that they're, they don't, they don't have value for you anymore, it's like, ah. That they're less. That they're less, check your own heart. Because he never had that thought about us. Like, when Mabel makes a mistake, I don't think, I like, less of her. That that's that's not my heart, and I, obviously, I, maybe ten years ago that was my heart. But I've learned because of them, they've they've actually these are the two people that probably have influenced my friendship life uh, the most in the past five years. But what I'm saying is that if if you, when your friends make mistakes, you're thinking of them as less. Man, you just fell into a level of pride that might make you fall. And it's mm -hmm. a journey to get there because I'm yeah. pretty sure when I saw you saw my first mistakes or the first like because like, at the beginning it's all fun and games and then you see the real thing and you're like oh who my is God, this? Where can I run it? How fast? Get me out of here! I don't want this. And it's a journey, man. Like you it don't is. start friendships like that. You don't start something. friendships like oh these are your weaknesses, man. I love you with the no, love no, of God. No. The same way you grow in relationship with other people, bro, you go in relationship with those yeah. covenant yeah. Um, friendships. And it's a journey to get to what he was talking yeah. about. But it love is overnight. but love is. Cover it, it is, it yes. is. Love, listen, if you really don't love your friends, like, I mean, like, no, I love you, but then there's like a love that's it's deep, it's profound. And even when it comes down to it, that same love that brings you into conversation and covenant, I'm gonna tell you this, if that same love should drive you to pray for your friends. Come on. If man. your friends aren't on your prayer list, you know, like if your friends aren't, they don't come to mind while you're before God sometimes, Think about it. Take some time to really think about it. Like, if you call your friends out, pray for your friends. Like, listen, pray for your friends, and then pray for your friends. Yeah, like, yeah, cover yeah. your That's friends. That's your community. Um, and and just to kind of summarize everything, I think we're gonna have to do a part two. Our producers looking at us like we're crazy. Um, <laughs> I do want to kind of summarize a lot of things that we've said. Um, but before we do that, I also want to mention something that Mabel said. Like, friendship is is a process. You don't have to open your heart right away. You know what I mean? Like. You know, you you let's say you believe that Dalton is a good friend for you. Okay, become friends with him. Through the fruit of the spirit in that relationship, open up slowly a little bit more, a little bit more. Like I have disciples that sometimes are like, mentor, I thought this person was my of God and I told them everything and then they gossip. I'm like, what are you doing telling a stranger everything you know, you know? Like, test the relationship. Jesus tests us all the time. Like, love is unconditional and it's given, it's free. Right? It's a decision that we make to give no matter what. Trust, that's a different story. Trust is something that, that I do think you shouldn't just give out for free. You know, I do think that it comes through relationship. It comes through the fruit of the spirit in people's life. It comes through you dying to yourself. Like, Mabel did not trust me seven years ago. Mabel still challenges me in, in, in her trust in me. But I have paid her price, you know, with both of them that they, they already know my heart. They know my weaknesses. They don't agree with my weaknesses, but they know they can trust me in the areas where I've been tested with them. So just to summarize, bad friendships, you know, bad company can definitely corrupt your your, your character, right? Uh, be careful who are the people around you who are influencing you. Don't become self-righteous that you don't hang out with anybody because you're a prophet of the Lord. Jesus being the greatest priest of all, spend time with people, so don't get prideful. Uh, number two, I think praying uh, should be your priority about your friends. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Discerning them. Number three. Discerning your friends. I think you listed like seven already. Nah, number three. <laughs> um, <laughs> Discerning your friends, praying for the quality of friends that come into your life and being led of the Holy Spirit. Um, and also not being afraid to go into confrontational conversations with them. Come on. 
Yeah, be to other people what you want people how they were saying, Come on. Like, the way you want people to be to yourself. Like, give yourself at that level because as humans, we just tend to like, well, but I'm always there for you and when I call you, you don't answer or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. Maybe that's your way to show love and you don't see the, I'm sorry because uh, reproducing. How do you say that word? Reciprocal. Reciprocal. Yeah. Come on. Like I got you, friend. I got you. You. Um, you see, building my weakness. Um, and that shouldn't, allow, that shouldn't let you to hinder your level of love. Because just love without measure, without, without expecting anything in return. And that's so easy when you say it. But it's so tough when you get to practice it. But challenge yourself to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe yeah. you're going to cultivate um, the reward of faithful friendships in your life. Yeah. And I would end with this, if, unless I have something else. But... You can't be. <laughs> you can't have be, anything else. I promise. You can't be best friends with all your friends. Like you can't. Oh, don't do this right now. You, you don't. You can't covet. Right. You can't, you know, uh, uh, call a best friend 150 people. Like with every new person that you give your life to, you're also gonna not be for someone else. So make sure you pray about that inner but, circle. I'm sorry, but I'm just gonna say that's a that's a Bible verse that if you're friends with everybody, it's gonna lead you into destruction. So yeah. I'm gonna let you look, go ahead and Google that. It's in Proverbs, Proverbs. somewhere. Come on. Part two will come next week. 18, 18, 19. Something like that. If I remember correctly, 18 or 19. All right. It'll be It's like 18, 24. <laughs> I think you're right. It's, it's like that. But uh, it's right. the truth. So I yeah, support yeah, that. Sorry. So listen, let us know how this was for you. Let's pray, Let's for, them. pray for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on, go ahead. Who's. Let's go. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> the Apostle of the Lord. Uh, <laughs> Father, we just thank you, my God. Um, Lord, we definitely don't know it all. Um, but we pray that uh, you were able to speak through us and, and share wisdom that will save them years of mistakes and, and really just add to the value of their friendship, their current friendships and the ones to come. So Holy Spirit, we just pray that uh, in this season more than ever, friendships are so important. The, you know, where two or more are in agreement, where two or more gather in your name. You know, the whole Bible is about community and friendships. It's, it's demonstrated in this way. When we love you, you also ask us to love one another the same way. So. I just pray, Father, that in this season, you will show the young people, you will show anybody watching this video how to choose the right friends and how to be the right friend. Maybe that's the next video, how to be the right friend, how to be uh, who you called us to be to the people around us, God. So I just pray for wisdom. I pray for grace and hearing the Holy Spirit. I pray that the Word of God will wash them as they read all the scripture that we shared so that they can know what to see, my God. I pray that your word is a lamp to their feet, my God, in choosing the right friends, my God. And I pray, Father, that you divinely connect them within the next two weeks. Highlight those that already have the divine connections, and for those that are seeking it, highlight to them the people that you want them to get connected and give them the boldness yeah. to pursue those relationships, Father. We bless you and we honor you in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 See you Amen. next time. Love you guys. <laughs>